Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Johnny, did you know Car & Classic now does online auctions? Yes. Did you know each Car & Classic auction includes professional photos and a description of your car and offers a secure payment service? Yes. Did you use Car & Classic online auctions to sell your chimney? Yes. Did you find the process quick and easy? Yes. Did you once eat too many baked potatoes and then run over yourself? No. You're thinking of Brian Harvey off of E17. Oh, yeah. Smith & Sniff is sponsored by Car & Classic. To find out more about online auctions, visit carandclassic.com. Hello, Richard here. Before we start this podcast, I wanted to tell you that the next Smith & Sniff live recording is happening on Thursday the 9th of February at Lotus in Norfolk. To get a ticket, follow the links that we'll plaster all over social media, and hopefully we'll see you on the 9th. We should have mentioned this in this podcast, but unfortunately, as you're about to hear, things were a little bit shambolic. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars, sometimes hungover, and many other things with a coffee machine behind <laughs> us. <laughs> That's a great start. Isn't it? Welcome, welcome to welcome. a luxury hotel room in fashionable... London. 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 City of London. So frigging leafy from where we are <laughs> up on the 17th floor looking over Hyde Park. Listen. Historic Hyde Park. Listen, listeners, let me paint the picture. Winter's day, low, full sun. I'm shitting heck. So I push the big cup oh, no. on oh, the coffee, coffee machine and it's in. only got a small Stop cup. it. Oh, you oh. stroker. Uh, listeners, uh, let me explain. Um, oh, it's stroke. Friday where we are. The Friday before you're listening to this. And, um, oh, you stroker. We have been oh thank you Johnny's just had a, to a, a, very, a lovely Dolly's cup of coffee we've been to an awards ceremony not involving any awards for us <laughs> all about cars <laughs> what the fuck would we win <laughs> we win how to destroy a coffee machine worst hatchback um, yeah we went to the what car awards last night at the Grosvenor Hotel on Park Lane okay. we're not staying at the Grosvenor okay. um, but we are at a hotel down the street and um, and as you might be able to hear, ever so slightly bit rough, bit rough. You've got you, spent. You've, you've got the perfect voice to do an AMG um, cold start. <laughs> AM, AMSR. Uh, no, AMGSR. It would be. Uh, <laughs> That's it. It just, just, it just does it, that thing. It's done the it cat, hushes itself. It's done the cat light off, and then it goes. Just, uh, That's really good. That was good, actually. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we went to we went to the, the What Car Awards last night, and um, it's in the the sort of big. Well, I was I always got the ballroom, but it's not. Is it? Like, it's called the Great, the great room. room, isn't the great it? There's a sign outside. You always, I always want to go. Oh, what a great room! And um, <clears throat> so there's a lot of people there, sitting at tables, have a little bit of little bit of dinner. And we were the guests of uh, um, a car company that we enjoy saying the name of. I think that's why they invited us. Do you? So I feel like it's at this point. That's right. It was Sanyong. (laughs) I feel like it's at this point in the podcast that we do a little audio tutorial. You know when you you learn Spanish intensively on the way to work, let's say. (laughs) Um, So repeat after me, everybody. Listeners, are you listening? Three, two, one. Folds. Okay, say it again, but a little bit more throaty. Folds. Now try this one. Spout. But now say it a little bit more elongated like this. Spout. Sorry, I just had to pop away there because, hey, I need to get a tissue. Pop away. <laughs> pop away. 
from the bathroom to get tissue to mop up my coffee, but also I realised it was so professional. We started recording, the coffee machine kicked in. Did you smash? You press small cup. I did. Time. Is that like VTech <clears throat> kicking in? Yo, yeah, yo. But... Coffee machine kicked in, yo. But also I realised that we started recording. I forgot to turn the air conditioning off in the room, so I've done that now. You know, I spent all night not being able to turn the air conditioning off, but also not being able to turn off the main light. But because, but because I had, yes. I had a few units, as yes. you know. And I thought, well, it's okay. I've had in excess of a litre of Merlot. I'll just sleep with all the fucking lights on. I don't care. I'm over it. So I just slept with all the lights because, on. Because, well, now, did you not discover it? And I, just, I mean, it was pure luck that I found. There's a sort of master switch over there by the door. Because I... It's like a kilometre away from your bed. Again, for, yeah, for context, uh, Johnny and I are staying, by chance, across the corridor from each other. So we, we finished last night's uh, things and uh, headed back to our hotel together, said goodnight across the corridor. Hmm. But before we'd left, we, when we went out to head to the awards, I said to you, I'm putting the Do Not Disturb on my room because I don't like it in hotels when someone comes into your room while you're out in the evening, turns all the frigging lights on. Yes, and does something with your pillow, like leave a chocolate on it that you forget about, and then you sleep. <laughs> and you think that you've shat on your own head in the night. Have you ever done a shitty head in sleep because of confection? Yeah. <laughs> also, once, once I, I woke up and I was like, "Why is ah ah? What's this on my face?" And it was some silver foil. But I, again, I think I've been at a wedding, so I had, had a couple of Merlots or something, and I, 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 I'd come back, I'd eaten the complimentary mint, but they just left the wrapper in the bed. <laughs> You animal. Like an absolute arsehole. <laughs> you animal. Um, but no, last night. So I left in, I stood on the door because I was like, I don't want them coming in and putting more lights on because it's already stressful enough trying to turn lights off in a hotel room. It is stressful. Got back here and I was still, and then I was like, oh God, there's loads of lights on anyway. But there's a master switch by the door, but the master switch, there's one light the master switch doesn't do. It's that one over there by the telly. And I, I ended up just turning just it off at the wall. Yeah, smashed it. Yeah. I just dropped it in the bath. <laughs> No I, no, I turned it off at the wall because I couldn't find it. It doesn't seem to have a switch on it. Anyway, um, this is an interesting chat. This is a really interesting uh, car-based podcast that you're, you're what, discussing, Now, for people Spot. who are unfamiliar with the Hot Car Awards, they give out a lot of awards. Yeah. Best. It felt like they were... I, I saw someone who works at What Car before the ceremony started. Yeah. And he said, oh, it's fewer awards this year. Fewer, yeah, they've trimmed it down. So it's not best like, oh. throttle position sensor exactly. award, best armrest in a B segment hatchback, yeah, brackets petrol. Um, <laughs> it's but it felt like there was still quite a lot, yes, I think there were, uh, but it was good, it was it was really good. And uh, I'm just trying to think of something. The overall winner was the ID Buzz, wasn't mm. it? The ID Buzz. ID Buzz and um, ID Buzz now a couple of winners well because we were on the table of folds um, the Puma ST won it did yeah yeah Puma ST which I haven't driven no I haven't and I I feel like I ought to and I'm going to yeah that's what I'm going to do I uh, they did they were also they got little awards for being sort of commended in a couple of categories as well Mm. and then what good at saying their own name, <clears throat> yeah. that sort of thing. I was talking to someone we know from another car company, <laughs> and he, his company <laughs> had just two. Just sounds made up. Already. Yeah, yeah. A source <laughs> told me. I saw. No, I don't want to embarrass him because, but because what he he came over and we were chatting and he'd got two commendation awards. So the big trophies are like a massive question mark on a plinth, aren't they? Like yes, massive, it's sort of like a. Because what car is a question mark? What car? Yeah. What? Awards? Car. We always think it should have two question marks. Yeah. Maybe what? an exclamation car. mark after yeah. the question mark. <laughs> what? So you're shouting car. like someone's in the shower and you're calling them to say, where'd you put the kitchen? Where, what? Where'd you, where's, the, where's, the, where's the back door key? What? what? Car. car? No, not car. the car. Not where's car the, key? The, back door. the kitchen door. The, where, where's the door? What? Um... Yeah, so this guy came over and we were chatting and he'd got two of these commendation awards. The commendation awards were just sort of perspex rectangles yes. with, inside of which there's... Is it a resin? Was it a resin number? Well, it's a resin number? we were trying to work out how it was made because he went, I've got two of these, see if you can spot what's wrong with them. And he handed them to me and I realised they weren't the same size. Oh. They were very slightly out. 
And he was like, their tolerances are out of whack on this. <laughs> and, so that guy's wild at a party, isn't he? Yeah, well... Gets an award and instantly measures it. Well, he didn't measure it. He just <laughs> held two together and it was like, it just felt a bit shoddy. Like, oh, OK, but maybe they, they could argue that they're bespoke artisanal perspex rectangles. That's right. To show that you were nominated in the best category for they got them off headlight Etsy. switches. Mm. Cottage industry trophies mm. limited. Um, Etsy shop for M- MG four one um, a thing yeah, yeah. which is deserved. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the other kind of heavy. There was a lot of BMWs. A lot of BMWs. There always feels like there is. I don't know why. And then there's also always, always, Skoda. Just seems to have yeah. a, at least get commended in a category, even if it's like best two-seater sports car they'll go but they should consider the Skoda Octavia just because it's nice <laughs> if I was saying that to someone last night I was just like why don't they just have done with it and make the Octavia the winner of everything because it's basically all the car you need it is oh, they're quite, quite rakish that latest Octavia as well yeah. back. I like it yeah. it's got a good back what, my, my old neighbour he, he'll probably he'll probably have his eyes on that he probably the diesel it. guy yeah he's probably sacrificed a cruise in order to buy one of those can you still get a diesel Octavia I don't think you can, can oh you? he'll be he'll be really pissed off no. if you if you can't well uh, I'll find out he's 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 been busy pulling up lots of hedges and, uh, lately and, and anything <laughs> with that with nat- his Octavia anything that nature would live in in the garden <laughs> yeah, that's gone a, yeah um, <clears throat> I hate nature it's an idiot idiot um, I I feel like I had some interesting conversations last night and discussed things that would be pertinent to this podcast, but unfortunately I can't. You're a bit hungover, Rich, aren't you? Terrible. You're on cold start. I don't understand why you don't. Well, I normally do. I just, I don't know, I just pace the wine. I mean, you... And... And I... I look. Well, or maybe I didn't pace myself right. But then, towards the end of the evening... Yeah. You... Were still drinking hard? Well, yeah, because there was no wine left on our table. You just went over to somebody else's table. I broke it a deal. What was the deal? I just said, look, you've got two full bottles of red there and there's mm. only four of you and I don't think any of you are currently drinking red wine. So would it be okay if I took a bottle of that red wine? And they yeah. went, and the lady at... F- no, I said, do you mind if I unscrew the top and pour myself a generous glass <laughs> for myself and my friend? And the lady looked at me because I wasn't being too greedy. Mm. She went, why don't you take one of those bottles? And I went, yeah. I'm going to do that. Who? Wh- and I gave her a Roger Moore kind of eyebrow. Oh, did you? Yes. Thank you, my dear. And held the gaze as I walked on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fell over a chair. And it's all in the name of free wine. Actually, with, with the state of my voice, I probably do quite a good Roger Moore. Oh, you do? Oh, no, it's, no, it's too... Uh, no, it's cracking. Can't do that. I, I know. I know. Uh, I know. Keeping the British end up, sir. <laughs> um, that, yes, but so you effectively mind-swept for yeah. us at the end of the night... You have to. You have to catfish it sometimes. In the traditional sense of the catfish, because there's a modern term for catfishing, yeah, there's something which else I don't there. agree with. Because yeah. catfishes, are just, they're just bottom feeders. Are um, they? Yeah, so in an aquarium situation, mm. you'll put the food in at the top, yeah. and any uneaten food that slips past uh, all the other communities of they're fish, the hoovers. They are, they'll come in and just dicing it or all the, up. The Roomba. Yeah. Is the Roomba? One of those ones that just robotically scuttles about, yeah, yeah falling yeah, yeah. down steps that you haven't told it about. Guy <laughs> um, miss Asimo, Honda's right. Yeah, he's been turned off for good, hasn't he? So no oh, more I miss Asimo. No more falling downstairs for Asimo. <laughs> no more walking as if you're if you, as if you're walking in pitch dark, and you know that somewhere himself. it's basically you're blindfolded. In a in a room, you've you've only been in for an hour, and someone's told you that there's a scorpion in the room somewhere. <laughs> oh God, that's what happened to me in the middle of the night. What a scorpion! Yeah, no, the scorpions. It turns out. <laughs> I couldn't find the switch to turn them off. No, I um, I, I can't. <laughs> what did you do? And neither did we. And I got up and I couldn't find the bathroom. <laughs> but of course, it never occurred to me to turn on one of the many lights. So. I was trying to. You see, there's that door. I think there's a connecting door. This is one of those hotel rooms that you can you can connect through to the room next door if you want to. What? And you nearly went into someone well, else's room. I was room trying that door, but the thing is, the bathroom's nowhere near that. It's on the other side of the room and by the door. <laughs> and I remember I was trying that door, and then I stopped. I was like, "This isn't it." And I thought, what I must remember not to do is open the main doors of the room and go out in the corridor and let no. it lock behind me because that is an absolutely classic hotel yeah. fuck up in the yeah. middle of the night I'm not doing that but then yeah and I was trying the, there's a funny door on the end of the wardrobe 
Oh, See yeah, that? It, it doesn't make sense. And I was I opened that and I was like, this isn't the bathroom. And I didn't do that thing that people, drunk people sometimes do where they wee in a wardrobe. I've never done that. I've never done that either, but I was like... I'm glad yeah. I didn't walk outside because I just think I went to bed naked last night, but with hiking <laughs> socks on. <laughs> I don't... I, I can't... I really cold Why? feet, Rich. I get cold feet and they take forever to warm up. They're yes. like a sort of... Like someone doing lots of short journeys in a big diesel. <laughs> it never quite gets up to working temperature. Until you don't need it anymore, so um, I tend to put thick socks on before bed these days. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that. Guy. I don't, but I do get cold feet. But I, I, I not last night. I, I had pants on. So, okay, but well then, then you're I, safe. This morning, I mean, I've tried to clear up before you you came in here, but the, my room looked like something had exploded. There's yeah. just shit everywhere. It was. I've realised what it is. Hey, actually, yeah, I've realised what it is. You know, you lent me your belt last night because oh, I, yeah. I arrived beltless, and my trousers—I don't have any hips really, so my trousers don't stay up. Um, Richard kindly lent me his belt. I think it's like Samson with a haircut. I've taken your belt away, and you've lost all common sense. And <laughs> I feel like I might have done. I just remember that I've just retrieved from my suit jacket, which was on the floor, that there was a photo booth thing, and you- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expose myself. With the, with the mind swept wine. You've got it. They oh, yeah, give yeah. us two copies. You've got one somewhere. Yes, I have. I have got it. I'll put this up for the patrons. There's a picture for a quad split photo of Johnny and I with this guy had this sort of, not even a photo booth, just a sort of photo set up with a backdrop. And a box of and hats. And a box of hats, which we rummaged in. Um, but we look like a right pair of bellends. But I like the way that you went, we never have professional photos done of the pair of us, which you know would be a good idea for publicity reasons. We so we thought good. we'd just do them here because these are stupid and they've got branded stuff in the background. Well, we don't do Instagram enough because we don't take any <clears throat> any unique photos of no. ourselves. So we were dry on material, should we say? No, it's a lot like, of the I was, time. I was saying to you last night that um our friend Alex Goy and uh, his his mate John Quirk, we know as well, used yeah. to do used to do podcast where one of the impressive things about it was that they they had like they'd had a photo session done where they sort of looked like a band or something, like black and white photos of them sitting in a bus shelter or something. Really? And it, and it, yeah, but it just made them look really professional and cool, and I just thought, we would never think of doing that. <laughs> That's why we don't... Let's now, do one now. Hang on, let's do one now. This I don't is sort think of thing that a selfie like. on your phone That's professional. in a hotel room with all of my clothes... You hold up that, that merch mug. That's what I should have put. Fuck me. Yeah, you'd complete stroker. should have put the... We've got to get the microphone in to that. make it look like we're actually recording. Well, we are actually recording. I know we are. So there we go. Live photos being taken. With that, with that professional. The... We're outside. We're actually outside one. Not outside. We're in one of these um, hotels. Uh, on, it's on Park Lane, where you get fancy cars parked outside. You can mm. never work out whether they're residents of the hotel mm. or they've just done a deal with the doorman and gone. Mm. Look, I need to park in Central London. Yeah, somewhere safe. Can I class up your joint with my? Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say that there's a sort of toothpaste blue urus out there. At the oh, moment. gosh, there is. It's I great. don't know that that entirely classes the place up, but some people's got, idea of classet is different. So Yeah, that's DJ Khaled's back all day long. But the, I, I did, <clears throat> the thing I was going to say is the space in which this morning has a couple of supercars and fast cars in, last night was a different story. Oh! I thought I would raise yes. that on the cast, Richard. Bloody hell! You're right. The... Um, well, you can tell. I'm going over here to get a bottle of water. You tell oh, them, sweet. people. Tell people. Tell them. Tell Johnny. them. So we Johnny, tell them. Listen, guys. Listen, guys, listen tell look. Them. Right. Here's the situation. Guys, P- picture this. We were leaving to walk to the Awolds and um, noticed that in the car park of this prestigious hotel was none other than a, a, a motorhome, a small motorhome, mm. um, with, the, with the roof popped up mm. um, and the step out. You know, those electric steps. They have got a step out, haven't the they? The step out, and probably a... It was a, a Ducato, I think. Yeah, a Fiat it? Ducato. And it had, um, I think there might have even been, you know, a small washing line, one of those ones that clips onto the edge of the van. Like, so someone had set up camp for the night, but in, like, a, one of the most expensive real estates in the world. Mm. And yet this morning, all gone. 
Oh god, but it was there when we got back last night, which was at about what two o'clock. So yeah, it was two. But who gave them permission to camp there? <coughs> well, maybe and where nobody. did they? Do you need permission, or is it just a parking space? Maybe you're. Oh, like, I, don't just, I don't know. I don't know how much the hotel controls it because I'm pretty sure it's a it's a public street. But you're right; it's usually got flash cars there to sort of try and make the hotel. I reckon they backed over a drain, listeners. If you're <laughs> if you're a camper or a caravan, you'll know the score. I reckon they backed over a drain and let the um, the waste pipe just casually jettison down the drain so in the morning you haven't got to do the kind of uh, emptying of the blue I, liquid receptacle but last night you were speculating that they would just come into the hotel reception and go hello if you got somewhere I can dump oh, my chemilav yeah they, and, they, and it's sloshy it's slightly <laughs> weeping as they walk in mm. it's, it's sometimes on wheels have you seen the ones on wheels no so if you've had a big session well you don't know it's a family of six living in a very small caravan <laughs> Um, there's a lot of uh, effluent. Oh, they're, they're, yeah, they'll wheel it in like a like a sort of OAP's shopping trolley. And does it? They might, they have a cap on them. Well, they have a cap on. Them. You're not going to because it's sort of marble floors down there, isn't it? You don't want a slopping blue filth all over their lovely marble floor in there. Well, or just hotel. getting some on the tire treads of the, this wheeled trolley and then just wheeling, oh, like, leaving just two the, little lines of doing an eleven yeah. of chemical toilet. <laughs> Anyway, we've no evidence that they came and emptied they, the, the Chemilav in the no. in the expensive hotel, but they no. were parked out the front, which is a bit weird. There's also it's been there since we arrived, and it's still there. Is that Dutch registered current shape RS six? Mm. And I feel like there's always a Dutch registered current shape RS six outside posh hotels in London. Yeah. To the extent that I'm starting to wonder if it is in fact just an ornamental RS6. It's like it's just, <laughs> there's nothing inside it. It hasn't got an engine or anything. Oh, it's an artist representation or something. Yeah. Really. So it's not a real car. No, but it just looks cool, doesn't it? Because you kind of look around. Like, oh, what's cool? Sort of understated, but quite menacing and cool. Oh, RS6 estate. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. What would make it more mysterious? Ooh, Dutch plates. Dutch Let's plates. Do that. Okay. NL. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of like. Oh, what's Ooh. going on there? I can't remember. I'm sure we, a Dutch listener will set us straight on this. Is, 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 is the Netherlands one of those places where they have quite swinging car taxes? So you've got to be proper minted to have something like an RS6. Yeah, and they're one of the few <coughs> places that I can remember where they've got it's yellow plates front and rear. They, yes. Whereas well, here in the UK it's white front, yellow rear. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, then, that's interesting, isn't it? I think we're unusual in this country in that we have different plates front to rear yeah I mean it certainly helped I don't know cars that look the same at both ends original Boxster or something just helps you to identify which ends yeah which. those Renaults that we were talking about the other week they look they look the same at the front as the back a lot of those Renaults of that era what like a Renault 8 or something yeah, yeah. Or, just or, in fact yes all the very similar looking Simcas of that age it's like putting, a, putting a, t- printing out a picture of it and putting a mirror halfway along <laughs> it and then you realise it's just the same <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes how they do car styling models isn't it they what do. with a mirror but they don't do it front to back they do it down the side so they do a split model and then put a mirror down it so you can pretend it's all one yeah thing. yeah. Um, I, I hope that it isn't real I hope that it is 3D printed we'll go and tap and on it when we go downstairs and see if it's that could be a thing nowadays we live in an Instagram generation where you could order for your front garden or your drive a 3D printed thing or better still you know those Euro NCAP um, oh the inflatable cars inflatable cars, cars. Yes. So why don't we just order a, a really nicely tailored RS6 inflatable? Inflatable RS6. I mean, it would look as realistic as a Lego RS6. Which, shitting heck! Oh, have we had. I bet we've had barrages of. We complaints. no, we not too bad. Am I losing? We've mostly no, no. We've had quite a few people going. Yeah, you're right. They don't look it. But then a few people going. That's not the point. They look like what they are, and they're fun to build. So, which is fair enough. Fun, they are fun to build, but what my my argument, my counter to that is, Tamiya's are fun to build, and then they are a real tangible thing after. Yes. Well, you mean yeah, because they can move. Because they stuff. can move. But no, we and all that. We talked about that. When was that? Last week. We talked about that. The day after we recorded it, my brother came to stay, and he bought our it. son. A little Lego Bond DB5. Oh. I forgot to take a picture and send it to you because I saw it and I was like, oh Christ, doesn't look anything like a DB5. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite intricate as well. It's not the big one. 
Yeah, it's the, it's the junior one. one yeah, the junior one. The sport they call Speed Masters or something that series. Yeah. So it's only um, I don't know, probably like ten centimeters long, something like that. Yeah. But it's got a lot of parts. I see a few people have re- um, replied on this on this conversation about Lego cars not looking very good, and they've said what Lego is really good at is when it's not trying to sell licensed goods. It's true. So it's like oh Lego Lego Technic crane. Which yeah. fun- functions in all the way a crane does, mm. and it's enjoyable to build, mm. um, or or an engine, you know, like a functioning engine or mm. an engine cutaway. Those mm. are those are educational and fun as well. Mm. And I'm down with those. I think I'm just not down with the the Bugatti Chiron, which looks like, like you say, like a family of people have hit it with toffee hammers yeah. for a day. At a minimum, it looks like it's been a horrible rollover accident. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because when a car rolls, it's always the, the pillars, the, the corners of each pillar get yeah. a bit of a hammering, yeah. don't they? Yeah, but then also, you know, a lot of the panel work will get crinkled if it's been over a couple of times. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it, like a gumball. It's an ex-gumball version <laughs> of the real car, isn't it? Yeah. Off of ex-gumball and all that. Can you just break? We need to do some more voice tutorials. Can you just... I, yeah, you do them, because I'm going to sit here with my eyes closed, because I'll be honest, I feel very terrible. <laughs> I've got to take a picture of Richard, because he does yes, look... He looks I don't well. know why you don't feel like this. It's not fair. No, because normally I'm that guy. I'm normally the guy who has to chunder in the bushes outside just before we have guests turn up at the house. I'm that guy. It's maybe because I'm not really drinking, so I'm just not match fit, but I just... I think that's the thing, because I'm... I'm not, I'm not drinking. I'm not doing dry January anything. I'm just sort of trying to be good. Yeah. And so I think maybe part of it. I'll come back on mic. I can't sit. Yeah, I was going to say you're a very long way away. I think part of it is that I, um, I just got a bit giddy last night, and because when we arrived there was champagne. Yeah. Did, and you, I, did you go for it? Well, I only had a glass of it because they very quickly then stopped serving the champagne to stop people like me going. I have another six glasses of that, please, mate. But, but I did essentially just inhale the champagne, mm. and uh, because I was so excited to be out and about, it's nice. It's not it's not the dangerous. same as last year. I came I came to this these the hot car awards last what? year, and that was the first one since uh, COVID had started, and so uh, everybody was very giddy then because it was just like getting out and about. And this is the thing: the hot car awards is ostensibly to give awards to cars as you might guess but it also fulfills a sort of social function for people in the car industry to catch up yeah so i saw quite a few the journo mates last night that i haven't seen for ages well and it's a black tie do and what it made me realize is there were an awful lot of men of a certain age who Mm. must work in the automotive industry because that's why they're in that bloody Mm. award ceremony but if you just glance at them, you go, I'm just in a room full of professional snooker players. <laughs> I've got no that's, idea who they that's are. That's black tie dudes generally, isn't it? They're yeah. All blokes. Just, all, all men look generic. Yeah. Uh, at black tie dudes. Hi, I'm generic black tie guy. Hi, yeah. I've, uh, although uh, you don't see many now. What, maybe on, on an older chap. The cummerbund. Oh, the cummerbund. What a stupid thing the cummerbund is. I've never worn one. I have, and it's a pain in the arse. It, it, it's always it, twisting around so the clicky yeah. bit at the back comes to the front and then you just look like an absolute rink. You look like someone... a teddy bear where you can see the stitching. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But also, who thought they were... I don't know what it is. I think it's for the sort of... Uh, the, the older gentleman with a little bit of a power bulge... Mm. Oh, to bring it in? Maybe. It's like a corset. I don't know. Those those contour pants that a lot of ladies wear. (laughs) Contour pants? I don't know. Well, they're sort of flattening and and they're... they're, I mean, blokes have them. I don't know why I'm saying it's female-specific. I think there's men's spec ones as well. Uh, I need to try them, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. So one of the things that happens at the what? Car Awards is uh, that the... Of course, it's a magazine all about... People that have never in their life thought about owning or using what? a car. Car, yeah, yeah. yeah. So suddenly realised I've got like twenty grand. I didn't know I had. What should I spend it on? I'm get a car. What car? No, go on, um, I know. Yeah. I, I. So then, whoever won Skoda Octavia of the Year. Millions of people have lost weight with personalised plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. That some representative from the car manufacturer goes on stage to take, to take the award, pose for a slightly awkward photo with the editor of what? Car? Yeah. And the compare for the evening, which last night was uh, Zoe Lyons, the comedian. And they... Mostly generic men in dinner suits. Yes. But then Tesla won a couple of awards. They always send a lady up. They sent the lady up. I can't remember. She had a very complicated job title. She was like sort of head of sales for Europe, Scandinavia, Africa. Africa, Africa, Like, my God, she must be busy. And maybe because of how busy she is, she didn't look very happy about winning. They've won too much lately. It's not a thing anymore. I've noticed... No, I mean a lot. A lot of the a lot of the um, the, the power jobs at Tesla are um, of have got women working there, which I think is really good because um, they're fundamentally better at multitasking. That we know. I just wondered whether maybe she was she looked a bit cross because in fact she had recently bought a Model Y performance and then they'd cut all the prices. So she was pissed um, off about that. What, and there was a staff they hadn't even told her. Scheme, She's like, even, I'm the head of sales for Africa, uh, Europe, Asia. <laughs> Scandinavia and outer space, and he didn't bother to tell me you were cutting the prices, you dickhead. Um, I don't know. No, she genuinely, and she because I said to the person I was sitting next to, I was like, oh, she looks a bit grumpy about about winning this award, and then and then they she won another one and came back, and she looked even grumpier. Maybe she just didn't want to. The the a woman on our table said, I think because I said she's looking pretty unhappy about this, and she went, I think she's unhappy at having to go up and down those stairs in heels, uh, which I hadn't, I hadn't clocked. So it yeah, might have the been heels that. thing. But yeah, most most people look pretty cheery to win an award, but a Tesla lady, not so happy. I don't know. Maybe they don't, they don't do things the way everyone else does do this. They're probably like, I'm just going to throw this in the bin. <laughs> and a pretty a pretty big flex if she'd accepted the award, just, posed for the photo, and then she walked off the stage, she just dropped it in a just, bin. Just gave it to another guy. Gave on it another to table. someone from Toyota. Yeah, just, just, yeah, you need that more than me, just mate. Just make eye contact with someone from Stellantis and went, Do you want that? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Then. Go on. Have that. Talking the last of, one you'll ever see. Talking of Stellantis, two <laughs> observations. <laughs> there were some, instead of having music, um, up sound of music to every award being given. Yes. Um, for the applause, there were three beatboxing men who were incredible, really good, and I was pro beatboxers. They were so good. I was, wa- I was, I was sort of watching what they were doing in as much as it was like. So one guy was sort of doing the bass drum. Yes. Um, one guy vocals. One guy vocals, and then the other guy was sort of doing you know snares. Oh, I think he and he sort of hi hats and things and. and but really at good. first, I thought they were playing a backing track in, and they were just beatboxing over the top. But no. No, it was own Everything was coming from them. And the amount, the sound and the complexity of the sound and the recognisable songs that they could do in a sort of beatbox style. They did Blue Monday, didn't they? They did. So I'm thinking, they were very good, but I'm thinking to carry on this tradition that we seem to have created of Stellantis constantly owning the Euro upbeat space. I think they just, it was guerrilla marketing for them. So whoever won the award, it was always underlined by Stellantis party sounds, which I think is. I can I I'll just see if I could, so I know did you, you record some of it. Well, no, I didn't. I probably should have done. Uh, no, you you um, have got a new video uh, about the Jeep Avenger. Yeah, but did you hear the indicator sound? Uh, um. No, no. I got all the sound effects from the Arbath 500E, which I did a video on as well, which is, will be out by the time listeners listen. But uh, go on then, give me the indicator for the Jeep. So I was sent this by a friend of ours. 
Oh my gosh, it's basically um, Stellantis. T- it's it's Stellantis. Well, because it's Cheap Avenger, isn't it? So it's a it's a Stellantis project. So oh, so hang on a minute. If you if it was old school and you had a slightly dodgy relay or one of the bulbs was out, it would go quicker, wouldn't it, because of resistance? Oh, yeah. So you remember when you got yeah. a bulb out and your indi- indicators go tick, 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 in old cars? Yes. Um, that's what... Well, oh, well, uh, you've so just reminded... our mate sent that uh, to us and went... <laughs> and he said, this sounds <laughs> like 80s Casio, so... <laughs> So I put a rhythm But in the background that is still the Jeep Avenger indicator. indicator. Oh this is good. Oh. Anyway, there we go. Do you know what, dear Dear Stellantis? Can we please have an annual um, party event? Well, we just celebrate. We celebrate the um, the, the Euro truck. Well, you can have a, a trance room, absolutely. Mm. You can have a house room, no problem. Uh, I personally would opt for a drum and bass if that's okay. Um, and each car, each manufacturer could own the, own a room, sponsor a room. So you'll have the Jeep room, you'll have the Fiat room. Because you know. oh, of course, the Fiat room would be Italian Italian house music. Yes, which would be great. Would be great. Italo, Italo disco. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> um, I don't. So that our Bath 500s. Yeah. E, yeah. It's got that walking great speaker under the back bumper. The sound generator. It's deafening. Although, Is it? Although it, it, yeah, it does have a volume control to it. Oh. So I've done. I've just done those. A first look walk around of those two cars, the Jeep Avenger, which. I think is a really good car. Mm. The, the, uh, the name offends me, mm. so I, because I, obviously I'm a loyalist to mm. um, the original. Um, but I think it's an extremely strong product, the Jeep, the Jeep Avenger. It's the very first electric Jeep. It's the smallest Jeep ever made, bar the World War Two Willis. What is it? Yeah. What part of the Renegade? It's smaller. Is it? It's smaller by like 16 centimetres. Oh my God, I thought it was bigger. No, it looks bigger. This is the thing. It, the design mm. makes it look really stocky and quite yeah. powerful, but it actually like, it's a small car. It was the size of like the you know the last Cherokee or something. No, it's good. And uh, huh. with, with a good cabin, shitloads of storage space inside. That's on the official uh, press release. Uh, just, um, it's just, just a shitload. Just loads loads of sh- shitloads. shitloads, and then in brackets, 34 litres. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought it might be the other way around. Which it's we got can... 34 litres of storage space, brackets, shitloads. <laughs> I think we can universally agree on <laughs> this shit world. Load. yes, experts agree. Experts That's agree. Shitloads. 34 <laughs> litres is in excess of what <laughs> anyone would need Hang for on. storage within a car. But it's an American car. Is that metric shitloads or is it old, old fashioned like SAE? Oh, that's a good question. I think Shitloads, brackets, din. Well, it's not a. It's it's an obviously Jeep's Jeep's an American brand, but they're not selling it in America, and they're not making it. They're in not. No, oh. so Americans can't I buy know it. I so little about this car. It's okay. <laughs> Where's it being it's made? One of the few Poland. Is it yeah. in Tichy, where the five hundred? Yeah, made? I think so. Yeah, so it's a Polski Polski Jeepy. Oh, that's but it's a really honestly the dash design's lovely. The boot space is good. Three hundred and eighty liters in brackets. Not shit loads, but good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and again, de- directly taken from the Stellantis press release. Uh, is it a new platform? Um, it's it's. Well, how am I going to say this? It's an adaptation of the the same as the three thousand and eight uh, Peugeot. Oh, is it? Citroen C four. Oh, so that's the E Mocha Vauxhall. But Mocha I think Chaka the think, Vauxhall, yeah, I think the subframes are different because it's got higher ground clearance. Of course, because it is only two wheel drive. Is it? It's two-wheel drive, but it's got mud, snow mode. It's not going to be a four-wheel drive one? Like a dual motor? That I don't know. Okay. But I do know in other territories, you'll be able to buy it as a piston car as well. Oh, So it isn't isn't EV only, I don't think. But I don't think in the the UK, I think it's EV only. So, yeah, it claims to... It comes on these sort of cross-climate, all-season type tyres. Yeah. So they're not knobbly, knobbly, but they're mm. they're capable all year round. It comes with hill descent control and really shallow departure or good departure angle. I don't know what your departure angle is, but when I leave this hotel, I'll be going probably I don't know 
26 <laughs> degrees to the left. Oh, okay, I tend yeah. to go hard left. And hard. Bring... That's quite. A, that is quite a departure. I'll, I'll I'll lift off overwalk as I come out of the revolving door of the hotel <laughs> onto the slightly skiddy <laughs> winter pavement. Some, some blue chemilab residue. <laughs> that's why. That's why left. last night I didn't wear ultra smart suit shoes because you know oh, yeah. they're normally just a leather smooth sole. Yeah. Well. Well, in this weather, it's treacherous. These. Oh, you've got a slight amount of grip. Atop the leather. That looks like a Stellantis promo poster for a, it does, for it a rave. Doesn't, yeah, it does, I haven't noticed the pattern on these. <laughs> the, the bottom of my smart shoes, which um, I... Uh, you know, I told you that the, um, I dug out my suit, my black suit, the day before I was coming here. Yeah. And you were impressed at my organisation. It was because... I, I I thought what I'm going to do a day out from having to leave is get out my smart shoes and check they're not mouldy no just get them out and pack them because I'm the man who once had to rush to a shop ahead of a wedding <laughs> not my own and buy some more smart shoes because I'd forgotten them oh, that's just and amazing. I went to another wedding wearing a suit and a collar and tie and trainers because once again I'd forgotten my and I sort of tried to stand behind things at all times but it became harder and harder and then people were like why are you wearing trainers and then by the evening it was like people were going oh very smart you've changed into trainers because you're comfortable and I was like oh, yeah yeah, yeah I definitely <laughs> didn't just forget my shoes because I'm a fuckwit yeah, <laughs> so yeah and then I found my Suit. 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 My suit trousers had fallen off the hanger inside the suit carrier and were just in a crumpled. <laughs> so it looked ball. like someone, an angry child had been jumping. Oh on man. And then you, uh, you have to go to that thing where you go, right, how do you iron suit trousers? Because it's crucial that you don't just run an iron across them or they will go very shiny and you will look <laughs> like a sales rep from the 80s. You'll look like the lead singer of ABC. Oh, he uh, liked a shiny suit. He loved a shiny suit. Yes. Suit. Um, I what was I going to say to you? I was going to say some other stuff that I'd written down. Well, oh, I, no, I want to ask you something because you yeah. said to me the other day. Yeah. Uh, don't. Could you ask me? Yeah. I want to talk about measuring cars before buying them. Yeah. I wonder right. if I. I want to know the proportion of people in this world who who buy a car, um, measure a car. To know whether it will fit in their lifestyle, in their drive, in their garage, if people do still. Yeah. And I only know this because my auntie's a car measurer. Oh. My auntie's measured various cars over this because she's a garager. Is she's, she the one who's got a Suzuki Swift pole? She has got a Suzuki Swift pole. Yes. Because she just fancied something a little bit nippy. I think mm. those were her words. Mm. Mm. And um, But prior to that, she had had a, let me get this right, a Seat Leon. And when she went to buy the next Leon, I think it had got too big. And it was like, it oh. won't fit in the garage. And then, because she used to be, years ago, with my uncle... They were staunch Volvo warriors. Yeah. She said, I said, well, why don't you buy a small Volvo? Mm. You know, and, and she went and measured them all. And she went, even the smallest one's far too big. I'm not buying one. I so, wonder if car salesmen, well, there's plenty of car salesmen listen to this. I wonder if they, does this happen a lot? Do you see them coming? Uh-oh. Car measure. measure. Measurers. We've got measurers yeah. incoming. Come on. A measurer. It's a reasonable thing to do. I mean, you could just look in the brochure, I suppose. You don't need to physically measure, surely. But yeah, but sometimes you need a visual. You don't trust the brochure. Well, uh, maybe your aunt would be interested in the Jeep Avenger because, as it turns out, it's smaller than expected. Yeah. It's smaller than it looks. Do you know, it's actually, I'm pretty sure, because I checked, I'm pretty sure it's slightly shorter than a Hillman Avenger. Oh. Which, you know how small old cars are. What about a Dodge Avenger? The Dodge Avenger is probably bigger, but we They're can't talk big, about the Dodge Avenger. The first rule of Dodge Avenger is nobody no, talks no, about no, Dodge no. Avengers. I'd totally forgotten they sold it here. I did as well. It was deeply unsuccessful. Did you ever see one? No. I still haven't. No. Um, and yet, we, we said uh, in the video, um, I had to check with you, unless I dreamt it, you got a bog-off deal. It's the only brand new car I can think of that where there was a bog-off deal. Buy one, get one free. I Yeah, I wonder if... Was, was that it 2008? A... It was Scrappage Scheme era. Yeah. I think t- 2008, 2009 Dodge Avenger. I think it was a two-litre two, p- two litre engine. Um, it had 
it was av the, the window line was like the the modern day four door charger, which is not a car that I particularly like the design no. of. Um, yeah, and I think the least said about that, the better. So yeah, apart from the name Avenger, I think mm. the Jeep Avenger is actually pretty good. I'm excited to drive it and see mm. what it does. I mean, the, the range as well. It's oh, it's like only it's only 1600 kilos, and yet it's got oh, yeah. a 52 kilowatt hour battery. Uh -huh. Do 250 something miles combined 340 miles urban oh okay. yeah it's I good could, i'm slapping that at you because we're in london now. i'm thinking it's one of the very few jeeps you could buy in a city and it actually is fit for purpose i could see that being popular with the london minicab world yeah currently besotted with the mg5 yeah, oh yeah they are a lot of mg5s around the estates the estates the SVs, doing a lot, lot of taxi taxi work yeah yeah, and not just in London. I think it's, they're all over the place. It's Uber just it's work. The, it's the Uber work. It's the it's the mini cab du jour if you want an EV. I think. Um, I I was looking at my notes here. I've yeah written down measuring cars that you wanted me to ask you about. But also, yeah. I just suddenly realised I I didn't tell you last weekend. I was going to message you, but I was busy. Uh, I was in a I was in a multi-story car park and I was almost run over by an attractive older lady in a P thirty eight Range Rover. Oh, amazing! It was incredible. Was she going coming in hot? She was coming in a little hot. Yeah. And there's one of those, you know, they've painted a zebra crossing-y type thing on the floor of the car park. So I was approaching that and I sort of assumed that she was going to ease off, but no. No. As I sort of stepped forward, she just kept on coming. And then she did that apologetic wave thing. Oh, so she, she did? She didn't. She just didn't oh, see okay. me. Which is strange because I was thinking, gosh, they're quite glassy, aren't they? P38s. That's yeah. as all Range Rovers are. And it was all clear glass all round as well. It was quite old money spec. Well, you, you, you're painting that old money picture. And she did have uh, a sort of an old money vibe. But she was, yes, I would, I would describe her as an attractive older lady in, in an interesting car. V8 as well, not a diesel. Of course. Do you think she'd driven it into the multi-story on the cruise control, on the plus, plus, minus, <laughs> yeah. minus, and she was just trying to tickle it around the cover? We've all done it, where you think, I'm not using the accelerator or the brake, I'm just going on the thumb. It's just going to be on the yeah, thumb. Yeah, I like, I like doing Plus, that. plus, minus, I, minus, I minus, like minus, minus. being a master of the plus, minus. <laughs> and um, it's quite good in modern cars as well, where you can just, you know, it'll tell you the speed in the digital readout, and you can just dink, just it, dink it down. Just or go, even just adaptive gonna I feel like, I like to pretend I'm an airline pilot. Yeah. You just go, I'm just going to ease it down to a, a slightly slower cruise now to save fuel. Yeah. You know, hopefully the passengers you know, won't even notice. I'm just, just going to ease it down. Ease it down. Being master of cruise is a good job. I like I like being master of cruise. Master of cruise. I hate a dis, a, a, an impromptu disengage. It's annoying. Because it, it, in some cars it's jolty if you've got passengers. Yeah. But, I can imagine it's like if you're a, a, um, a well-respected choreographer. Mm. And you're leading an important dance routine, and then your phone goes off, or someone's phone goes off. You're like, "Fuck's sake!" Shit, totally ruined the vibe, and that we're in the moment now. Do you ever? Because I think there's something. There's nothing to beat the slightly panicky feeling of being on the cruise control on a motorway when it's nice and quiet. Mm. And then suddenly coming into traffic, say around a junction, and suddenly you had the cruise set at, let's say, 70, because that's the speed limit. <laughs> and suddenly, with lots of cars incoming and close to you, it feels like you're doing 300, and it feels a bit, you feel a bit out of control all of a sudden. Yeah. But have you know? The, or it does the panic break. Well, the, yeah, the adaptive, the, adaptive the radar ones, it yeah. It panics and it sees a sign or a badger. Yeah, some of them are a bit, or it's just a and bit it, of a curve and they haven't quite calibrated it right and it's going, ah, oh, And okay. I worry that Fuck that makes sake. you look like you're a drink driver. Yes. Because you're doing brake dabbing all over dabbing the place. Dabbing brake, I know, <laughs> so there's nothing true. worse than a brake dabber. I would, anyone who's a, a serial brake dabber, I'd just have their you license. You dabbing brake, that's a proper, like, cockney insult. Yeah. It doesn't really <laughs> make it exactly an insult, I'm not sure. Well, you're uh, a brake dabber. Um, but the, uh, the, the adaptive cruise, you know, sometimes when it will, it'll just go, oh, there's a car up ahead that's just pulled out. So I'm just going to oh, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. And you sort of, and, it, and then you're behind another car and it's keeping its distance, and but you're actually now doing sort of like 48. Yeah. When that car moves out of the way, some adaptive cruise systems go, oh, better get back up to 70 as quickly as I can. Oh. It will absolutely 
pin it. Yeah, they will. And, this, and that's quite a panicky feeling as well. He's like, whoa, easy there. Yeah. It's like being on a bridling like horse. Yeah, it is. It's like someone's whipped the horse yeah. without you whoa expecting. there. Let's just, oh, we just, I don't know why they calibrate them like that. It's just, it's a very impatient setup. I, I, find, that, I find that quite disconcerting. I, particularly in EVs because they're able to just sort of, yeah. Go. Of course they are. They can just yeah. fuck off straight off. But so it goes against your sort of like keeping the economy thing. Well, yeah, because like, you've just ruined all that power I've yeah. saved. You no, it's, it's, it's strange. Um, on that note as well, I was going to say that something that uh, I noticed in the US when I was there over Christmas, and, and I've started to think it's true here as well, is that I think Teslas might be the worst driven cars on the road. Oh. Certainly in the US, and I, I, I was trying, and I don't know. It's, it's because I, they're not being driven. Well, this is the thing. It's not. Is it because they're not being driven? But I just think actually, it's some of the things they're doing. It's, the, the, it's in fact, it's just fuckwittery. And I was wondering, it's because Teslas are cars that appeal to people who aren't interested in cars, not te- exclusively. Te- te- but yeah, a lot of lot of tech enthusiasts. Tech enthusiasts, yeah. and they can tell you all about the latest laptops or something and and they're, the they're, but they're not very into cars except Teslas which sort of almost uh, like you know they feel like they're a piece of tech rather than a car mm. so they're no good at driving when they're doing it themselves maybe they've all got to go no I don't really like driving that's okay because I'm going to get a Tesla and it drives itself and then mm. they discovered that's not strictly true and they've got to do some of the donkey work themselves and they just make absolutely arse-witted decisions on dual carriageways <laughs> and things it's, I don't know it might be me but it's just, you know sometimes a car becomes conspicuous to you because of how badly driven it is and I think the Citroen 100%. Picasso was like that for a while Corsas are always like that yeah and I saw a really brilliantly badly driven Corsa the other day. <laughs> Just absolutely dipwit. <laughs> anyway, but, um, uh, and yeah, I started thinking, is it me? I don't know. I invite listeners to pile in on this one. I, yeah, a lot of BMW, there are a lot of badly driven BMWs. One's the one series coupes. Oh yeah, it's a general rule, isn't it? The Which, smaller and cheaper the BMW, the, the more badly driven it the, will The be. one series coupe is, look, always looks like it's on the ragged edge. Um, yeah. Usually late for work kind of time in the morning. But the one series coupe has got that whiff of estate agency about it. There's a bit. There's a bit of threaded eyebrows and mm. lads at the gym, uh, kind of like gym photos in the mirror, going on with the one series. Yeah, because it's your gateway drug into what may become a, a you know an M Sport vehicle. Yeah, or just a, a free transfer over to um, Team Audi. For an S3, true, if, true. If estate agency is going very well, and they're they're driven quite bad. Hot Audis are driven yeah, badly oh, yeah. because they're driven by people that think that four wheel drive will get you out mm. of every problem. Mm. A bit like the old school days of Scublaroos, yeah. where, where where a quick Impreza is a very capable car mm. to a point, mm. and the point at which it just goes, I'm um, I'm out. Mm. I'm, I'm no, not playing anymore. more I can do. I'm so sorry. You, you're you're travelling at some speed, and shit gets real, as mm. some people would say. I saw I know. yesterday, I know. Um, queuing at some temporary traffic lights, a uh, legacy Outback. Sweet, sweet. About five years old. Yeah. With a, an older couple in it. Oh. But it's a bit, bit, I suppose, a bit old money, actually. Except yeah, that is old money. too new, and it was silver. Was there any, um, any waxed um, jackets being worn? I didn't see any wax worn. action, but it could have been in the back. Yeah. A lot of people don't wear wax jackets in the car because if you've waxed your wax jacket, it then goes onto the seat belts and then it comes off on whatever else you wear in the car. It does. It is a, a pro wax jacket wearer would not wear a wax jacket. In the they car. lay it in the boot. Exactly. Lay it out. Yeah. So that I couldn't see the wax jacket. On top but of let's that assume they were blind there. Yeah, yeah. Cover. But I just looked at the outback and went, "That is a nice car." Yeah. I like them. I I, I looked at it and I went, "Ooh." You'll see, in the not too distant future, off of the late break show and all that, mm. um, you will see a feature where I, I go and um, I revisit the the, 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 the classic Impreza, um, and I have an awful lot of fun. A re- what an original Impreza? Yeah, Turbot. Well, yeah, it's you know uh, a sort of hypo version of, but um, the company that are building it. Oh, they, it's that, yes. Okay. A company that's building it, they, they've been doing Subarus for three decades. And yeah. of course, I was rooting around their sort of stockpile in mm. the backyard. Loads of square foresters. Oh. Legacies. Oh. Yeah. And the, I, I, I still like the, I like the Bug Eye. I like the Bug Eye and Pretza. Blob Eye less so, Bug Eye yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like it with the spider eye conversion. I don't know if oh, do you? No, I don't it. like that. Don't you? No, it looks like it's got an eye infection. 
It's like the Alpha yeah. 4C. You just go, you want to get some cream for that or something? <laughs> drops. Get some drops. I can't eat some drops. I've just realised I'm going to play a voice memo. that I, I Driving to the railway station yesterday, I thought, I'm going to record this before I forget it. Yeah. I, I, at the time, I thought it was funny. I, 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 I might, I might, it might not be funny. That's a, so that's just, a good, good start. So we've got um, Moonlighting WRC drivers. Uh, we've got uh, Marcus's Groundworks, Grunholm's Groundworks, Gwyndaff's Ovens. Uh, obviously just sells and repairs ovens, not interested in anything else. Um, we've got um, Sebastian's Loads. Um, he does logistics. Uh, and he used to do quite a lot with Ken's Block, so Ken would only deliver bricks uh, that kind of thing hardcore um, who else have we got oh we've got Carlos's signs obviously he's a screenwriter been, been in the game for a long time he's very good at it but you are in the meantime he only does uh, Kankenwagen so the German word for ambulances so he does a lot of surplus ambulances you are Kankenwagen military surplus as well maybe ex-police cars BMWs with the holes drilled out of the crankcase you know Stuff like that, um, but I'm on the lookout for any others. If we think there's, if there's going to be um, any other good ones, um, answers on a postcard, please. What about a florist go. called Stig's Bloom? Oh, Stig's Quist. Balloon Quest. Bloom, Bloom Stig's Quest. Balloon Quest. It's Stig's. a hot air balloon. Stig's um, Bloom. He's on a quest Bloom for balloons. <laughs> Stig's <laughs> Bloom Quest. I, I, I like. I'd like one that is in the shape of a number five. Yes. Um, there we um, go. So Stig's on about balloons uh, or blooms. Blooms. Blooms, yeah. as in flowers, as you say. Um, anyone else can think of any more WRC moonlighting uh, company? <laughs> I don't know why I thought of this. It was dark. Write in. Uh, hello at smithandsniff.com. Uh, we're going to wrap this up because you've got to go and catch a train. I want to catch a train. And I've and got I'm... to curl up in a ball under that duvet yeah. and hope I can just check out at 5pm. <laughs> terrible. The sad, the sad reality of this situation is I'm running down to the wire to get this train in oh. truth and I haven't brought a... A, a belt. I had to borrow oh, Richard's belt to yes. go to the award ceremony last night because my trousers are won't stay up. Yes, well, fortunately my suit is a little tight and uh, so we, my we, trousers stayed up on their own. Yes. So you borrowed the belt for my jeans, which you've now given back to me because yeah, I wouldn't be able to go out of here without the belt in no. these jeans because they would fall down. Well, and I'm going to do that whole running for the train, but my trousers might There's fall down be, a bit. So if you uh, were at, uh, where are you going? King's Cross. Yes, King's Cross. King's Cross Station in London on Friday, the 20th of January, and you saw um, Johnny's arse. Yes, that's the my reason pants. why he wasn't. He wasn't. It wasn't a cry for help. He's no. just got not got a belt. And I don't worry. I'm not running around with a bun in the oven. <laughs> I, uh, I've just, I've just not got a belt on. I forgot to wear one. Okay. Well, uh, um, so let's wrap this up. Uh, I haven't thought of one of these, and I'm too hungover to think of it. So <laughs> Johnny's got a solo YouTube channel, but it really is called the Late Break Show. Uh, and as uh, we mentioned earlier, it, uh, it features the it's a preview it's a f- walkarounds of the Jeep Avenger smaller than it looks and the Abarth 500e noisier than it ought to be um, the second thing I've got to tell you is that we have merch we have new t-shirts we have uh, mugs uh, in spolt uh, on that side of things designs and the mugs uh, you can get a Steam Rally Rongans mug which will shortly be available as a t-shirt we also have stickers and uh, all that it's all new and all that it's and lovely go on the website all this merchandise you take and the third thing I've got to tell you is that uh, Gustave Eiffel, who built uh, the eponymous tower in Paris, you might have seen it. Um, no, I've never seen it. But when he built it, he built for himself a small apartment at the top. Did he? Yeah, it's still there. It didn't have a bedroom, though. It was more for like sort of entertaining guests and things and conducting science experiments. But it's still there. You this little, this little private apartment right at the top there That's which you know cool. quite honestly you would if you could couldn't you I'm surprised you didn't have a bedroom you could just live up there. Love it. I love the fact that it was only supposed to be up for like four years or yeah something. I know and they're it's really milking up. it up yeah. <laughs> come on France take it down <laughs> who was that I can't remember who was the, the French writer or philosopher who hated the Eiffel Tower so much that he used to go and have breakfast 
on it every day because it was the only place in Paris where he could have his breakfast not looking at the Eiffel Tower. Oh, not see yeah. it. I can't remember who that was. Because he got quite spiteful to I know, yeah. There's nothing like a bit of spite. Anyway. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Um, Sorry for the low quality of this show, even by our standards, and the uh, croakiness of my voice. Cold um, start AMG, Mr. Porter there. And uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone that subscribes to us via Patreon. Oh, yes. supports us that way. It's really um, kind. I, so I was really Sweet, we, we need to do more calls to action. So uh, please like and uh, I suppose you can subscribe to us. Um, leave us a, uh, leave us leave a us star a rating. Yes, yeah, star review, ratings and reviews. That's good. We love that. Just, yeah, go, go to wherever it's possible to Especially leave Especially if reviews. you're from a foreign country because it makes yes. it convinces people that that foreigners listen to Smith and Sniff. Hey. It's not just home market toss. Last time, I, I don't want to boast, but last time I looked uh, earlier this week, uh, we were the 206th most popular podcast in the Mexican leather, leisure podcast chart. 206? Yeah, so watch Didn't out it, Mexico. There was a J- Japanese stat that you messaged me. Oh yeah, we were, we were quite, I think we were top 10 Japanese automotive podcasts. That's, I mean, it's amazing. We're 132nd in the Norwegian leisure chart as well, so you know, again, a pretty big noise in, in Norwegian <laughs> leisure. <laughs> Said nobody. <laughs> Said nobody. <laughs> Thank you, though, in all seriousness. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll do this all again next week. Until then, goodbye. Bye now. <laughs> okay. Right. okay. This is this. This is Smith and Sniff, a podcast in which two people talk about cars, sometimes with a hangover, and many other things. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.